Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. All right, my loves, welcome back to another episode. You may notice my very zen voice because let's be real, it was 3 p.m. I was cranky as fuck and I decided to take a bath, you guys. I just want to say that I think everyone should be able to take a bath in the middle of the day when they need to. I was feeling so heavy and so angry and I just needed space to process some emotions and now I feel like I'm floating on a pink fluffy cloud. So here we are recording podcasts again and today I want to answer a question that I got on Instagram recently which was how to show up with how well reading is hard right now (laughs) pink cloud problems how to show up without comparing and being confident in yourself and your abilities I think this is such a powerful question and it's a question that has been coming up with my clients and it's a theme that's resurfacing for people in my audience so I know that a lot of you are going to get some really powerful and potent nuggets out of it today whether you're aware that you're you're comparing or that you may be having some self-doubt, right? So I want to share actually this story that's coming up right now is one of my clients is so ready to call in her own clients. She's so ready to be of service. She's in integrity with what she's doing. She's been showing up, creating content and the clients just haven't been magnetizing to her, right? And we dove into it and underneath all this, there was this feeling of I'm uncertain about my spiritual gifts. And let me just tell you, this woman is so tapped in, is so connected to her spiritual gifts, like incredibly connected, incredibly intuitive. When we do the energy work in our sessions together, she instantly feels what I'm sensing in her field. She's very, very tapped in. And she has had multiple, multiple, multiple client testimonials that have come through that are incredible. Like she has all the evidence. And yet there's a disconnect between her gifts, what's actually true, and what she believes about herself, right? And a lot of this is energy in our field, right? Their belief systems, their patterns, their programs that show up as frequencies. And here's what's happening is our brains are actually scanning frequencies in our field at all times. 
So your brain is constantly picking up on the energy, the beliefs, the imprints. Imprints are energies we picked up from other people or societies or cultures. And we're constantly scanning information. And if there's something that was either self-created, placed upon us, or picked up from someone else in our field telling us that XYZ isn't good enough about ourselves, isn't XYZ, right? Like insert belief system, insert how you feel about yourself, whatever that is. And your brain is scanning that and bumping up against this energy. You're going to continue to feel that way, even if you're doing the work on a mental level to clear it, because it's an energetic frequency that's running in your field. And your brain keeps scanning that and telling you that's the truth, even though it's not real. Does this make sense? So I just want to validate for those of you who are doing the work, who are, you know, shifting your belief systems, who are working on getting out of comparison. And we're going to talk about all those things on the podcast today. We're going to talk about doing the mindset work because I believe in a holistic approach to everything, right? It's mind, body, spirit, energy. And so we're going to talk about some of the other components, but I just want to validate for those of you who are struggling with actually really shifting and integrating and holding a new frequency, it may be that you need to release some of those energies in your field that are already sitting there and you keep bumping up against. And that's something I did with my client that was um, on that call and she kept having this like doubt around her gifts. We went in and there was a huge energy stream running in her field and it was keeping her small and preventing her from being seen. And it was self-created to protect her, but she knew she no longer needed it and we're able to actually remove it together. So if you're struggling with the energetic piece on your own, a lot of what I do with my clients is teaching them how to scan their own energetic fields, how to clear their own energetic fields, and how to shift some of these beliefs through the mind-body-spirit work that I do. If you're feeling called to that, I have an open-door invitation. Please reach out to me at any point in time if you're feeling like I just need a little guidance to be able to get there so I can do this on my own. I'm here for you. Before we dive into the bulk of this episode and what I have planned for today, I do want to make two quick announcements. Number one, today is the last day to get in. It's in the vibes, you guys. If this is a program that you've been feeling called to, it's literally everything we're going to talk about today. It's tapping into your energetic field, understand what, and understanding what frequencies are playing there, getting clear on what it is you do in the world so that when you go to speak about your offers, your programs, your, your, you know, your, I don't know, your sales pitches, that's what's coming through right now. I don't know why I'm saying it like that, but whatever it is that you go to do, if you're maybe doing outreach, you're actually in this energy of, I know what I do, I'm confident in what I do, and it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing because what I'm doing is my own, it's unique, and I know, like I know, like I know, this is what my soul came here to do. We're really gonna ground you in and tap you into that frequency of it's already done from the place of clarity on 
What is your authentic voice? What needs to go? What is in your world, your energy, your life that's not actually an authentic expression of self that's keeping you out of alignment? What in your life needs to shift? What in your business needs to shift, right? This is about soul aligned strategy. It's about the energetics of your strategy. There's so many people who come to me and then work with me and they've been told all these strategies and none of them actually resonate for them. And now they're sitting there trying to sell something from a strategy that does, isn't coming from their soul. And so we need to realign them to what is, how does your soul want you to speak about this and have it come from within you so that when you're showing up, you feel connected to it, you feel resonance with it. And then your soul aligned clients, opportunities, your soul aligned path will just open up for you and magnetize because you're in alignment with that version of you. So that's the work we're going to do in It's the Vibes. If you've been feeling called to it, it's literally the last day to get in. And I hope I see you in there. This is an open invitation. Come one, come all. Let's create some magic. Um, my second announcement is that I have a retreat. I have no idea if the spots are going to be open. I'm recording this episode a few weeks ahead of time. Um, and going to be here in Washington on Whibby Island in August. And if you feel called to it, you can go to www.shelbyrose.com forward slash retreat. And all the information will be there. It's also going to be linked in the show notes. And I'm not going to say any more about that. If you've been to one of my retreats, you know how magical these are. You know the energy of these containers is really potent and the sisterhood, the transformation, the things that come out of it are really, really beautiful. So I'm excited to be hosting that. And yeah, let's dive into this episode. I'm also very excited to be talking about this today because I think it's so important. It's one of my favorite things to talk about because I believe that there's a lot of people out there who are doing this work from an unaligned place. And what I mean by that is they're doing it from a place of power and greed rather than service. So you listening right now, the woman who feels like I'm uncertain about if I can actually hold space for clients. I'm uncertain if my gifts are actually gifts, right? So many of you have spiritual gifts and you're questioning and doubting your spiritual gifts. That's something that's coming through for me. I'm not sure if I can actually do this thing, right? There's a lot of you sitting here listening to this podcast, feeling that way about your business. And what I want to tell you is that you have a responsibility to show up for those gifts for what you've been given in this lifetime. And we need you. From personal, very personal experience, I have experienced people who are doing this from the place of wanting power, doing this work from the place of wanting money and abundance from a greedy standpoint and not having service first. And don't get me wrong, I am all about empowering women to create financial abundance. I'm all about empowering women to build a business that lights them up. These things are so fucking important to me too, but it's service first, right? Having an actual offering that changes lives first than the other stuff. And if you're sitting here questioning, I just want to validate for you that 
I don't know a sole aligned entrepreneur who hasn't questioned their gifts, their message, what it is they do in the world at some point in time. I can tell you that I had a client call this week where I got off it and I questioned, even though it was a beautiful call, there was transformations. We got into the root of what was causing energy to be leaked in her field. We got to the root of an issue and I still got off the call and questioned, was that enough? And here's the thing. I witnessed the energy without making it mean something about me. So here's, here's number one that's coming through for you guys is that so many of you are getting these thoughts. You're getting these running programs, these subconscious thoughts, these subconscious programs that are running in the background and you're identifying with them. You're believing your own thoughts, right? So I want number one, and this isn't an easy thing to do when it's felt like this is true for so long, but the first thing to do is just witness that. And I want to bring light to the fact that I don't think there's, maybe, maybe there is, (laughs) I don't know, full transparency. I am not one of those people who doesn't doubt myself. I have days where I'm like, oh, am I really supposed to be doing this? Is this really what I'm meant to be doing? Am I good enough? And usually it's not, here's, here's, here's the important thing to take away. It's usually not actually about how I showed up on a call, how I showed up for a podcast, how I showed up on an Instagram live, how I showed up in a post. It usually has nothing to do with those things and everything to do with a core wound. And what I mean by that is I have a core frequency or a core wound of I'm not enough or I'm going to be too much. And so I find that oftentimes these are, these are the little symptoms. We're sitting at the surface when you're feeling like you're in comparison or you're feeling like you're not confident in your abilities, you're just sitting on the surface of the core wound. Does this make sense? So what's underneath that is if you actually follow that energy in, there's likely something else that's showing up for you. Maybe it's a fear of rejection. Maybe it's an unworthiness. Maybe it's, I don't feel like I'm enough. Maybe it's, I don't believe that I'm smart enough, right? Like whatever that is. For me, I have one that bumps, rears its ugly head when I'm about to do big things and it's I'm not enough and I'm too much. Those are the two things that kind of show up for me. And instead of being like, oh shit, I'm not good enough. As soon as I have that thought, what I have found has been really extremely helpful for moving through this is one, validating that I'm not the only one who feels this way. In fact, I think most people feel this way on some level. And the longer I've done this work that I'm here to do, the less this shows up and the less I believe it because I've shown up to do the other work that I feel called to on a soul level. I know this is the work that I'm meant to do. So I've shown up for it over and over and over again, even when there's a lot of discomfort around it. Right now, there's a lot of discomfort showing back up after having such a traumatic thing happen in my life. 
but I've shown up for it. And I've realized that the more I show up for what I feel my soul is calling me to do, the less that that voice in the, that ego, that I'm not enoughness, I believe. So I want you to just, number one, are, are you actually believing the stories to be true? And are you witnessing the stories when they show up? And again, this is the mind piece. This isn't just the energetic piece. This is, this is the mind, just listening to how the mind and, and the ego operates so that you can identify what it sounds like for you. The next thing I usually do is when I'm having that show up for me is, and I'm just going to share from my personal experience. I can't say if this is going to work for all of you. Again, I don't know your, I don't know your stories. I don't know the energies running in your field. I don't know you, but for me, this is what really has helped me move through this is number two, asking and praying and setting the intention for guidance. And what I mean by this is when I'm having something show up, I ask, how can I heal this? Show me what this is trying, like, what is this thought trying to teach me? Many of you know, I shared on my Instagram story, it'll be a few weeks back, but by the time this comes out is that when I went to do this launch for It's in the Vibes, I got a huge neck pain that ran from my neck down the back of my shoulder all the way down my back. And I could have chalked it up to I've been lifting heavier with Jamie. We've been moving a little harder, but I knew intuitively that there was something more to that pain. And so I sat with the pain and I asked the pain, what are you trying to show me? And it was a shrinking mechanism. It was like my shoulders wanted to shrink in around me to protect me because I felt like I was being too much. Who am I to talk about sales? when I'm just stepping back into my business and slowly rebuilding? Who am I to talk about your authentic voice when sometimes I feel like a fraud? Who am I to rebrand hot pink? I shared that on the podcast a few weeks ago. It was just this massive energy that I felt and I was like, oh, I can bring awareness to it. And the moment I brought awareness to it, I could feel it start to unravel. And then here's the kicker. The moment I shared it on my Instagram story and I brought the shame around that to the surface, I release it. Sometimes I think people think I'm, I'm vulnerable and authentic to like, I don't know, for you guys, <laughs> I'm not. It helps me. The more I bring all my shame to the surface and I share it and I verbalize it and I speak, I speak light into it, it releases. And I could literally feel I was sharing it on my Instagram story and I felt the whole thing unravel. And I was like, this is going to be gone in the next two days. And it was, I'd been living with it for like a week and it just unraveled like that. So asking for one guidance, show me what, why am I having these thoughts? How can I shift these thoughts? What is the energy in my field and trusting what's brought to you on your path, right? Trusting the guidance that you're given from that place. Because so often what happens is that we have these thoughts here. This is important too. And th this is going to be a long episode. I have a feeling and I apologize for the longness, but it all needs to come through. There's a lot of us who go to this place of, I feel not good enough. I'm in comparison. I don't feel confident. And we immediately think we need to fix it. And we act from that place of, I got to fix this. 
me today. I was literally like, I'm feeling off this morning. I had a big release on therapy last night, <sighs> moving through a lot of things from the past year. And I was like, is there something in my field? Is there something in my field? Oh my God, I'm in this. And I started to like spiral today. And immediately I was like, I need to call XYZ, one of my mentors and see if she can get me in so I can work on the energetic stuff. And I, and I sat with that and I was like, take a deep breath, ask for guidance, ask what I need to do. And then from that place of I'm still feeling called to reach out to her, I'll do that. But I want to sit in the place, I want to be aligned from the place of what is my soul calling me to do with this? And if my soul is calling me to say, hey, you just need to sit and process and feel and take a bath at 3 p.m., then you're going to do that. And that's what I did today. I'm feeling a lot better. We'll see if I still need any energetic work after today. So I want you to ask for guidance. How can I shift this? Why is this showing up for me? What is this trying to tell me? Because oftentimes those surface level symptoms, we're going to call this a surface level symptom, is showing you something bigger. How can I love myself more? Maybe if you're in comparison, there's a, there's a deeper something that needs to be addressed. I'm not loving and accepting myself in this way. This can also show up as if you're not admitting your own personal truth. Oftentimes we compare and look to other people when we haven't owned our own personal truth and power. And what I mean by this is that if we're not living in alignment with soul and we're living from the ego and what I'm getting this flashback, I literally am getting a flashback. I was sitting in a caribou coffee like the first week that I started my multi-level marketing business, maybe the first couple of months, I'm not even sure, but I remember sitting at that coffee shop, working on my business, creating content and thinking, I will never be as good as um, one, of the, one of the girls on the upline. She's just, she speaks so well. She's likable. She's magnetic. I'm not that. And here's the thing, you guys, is that one, I, I, I will never be her. It was never meant to be her. And I know you know this already. I know you've heard this stuff a million times, but I'm reminding you that the people you compare yourself to are likely the two things. One, they likely have something that you have within you that you haven't expressed, that you haven't owned that you haven't admitted to yourself. So that's number one. There's likely something that they're reflecting back to you that you have within you that's waiting to be expressed. So the next time you find yourself comparing, I don't want you to like shame yourself for that or feel bad about looking at someone else and admiring what they do or how they show up. And I also want you to realize that you will never be that person. And this isn't coming from a, oh my God, you're never going to be as good as them. It's not. <laughs> I do have really good, like bitchy voice. Sometimes I think I should have been like a cartoon character. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. We're going to keep rolling with this. <laughs> I digress you guys. Oh my goodness. So when you find yourself in comparison, I don't want you to think it was it's a bad thing. It's just giving you information on there's something in you that wants to be looked at. 
it's not bad. It's not wrong. You don't have to like try and shove it down. Sometimes I do this. I'll like find myself comparing and I'll be like, oh my God, that's so bad. I'm comparing. I feel a little jealous. I feel this. I feel this. I feel this. Let's get real. We're all humans and we've all done this. Whether people are willing to admit it or not, they've been here. They've done it. They're still doing it, but we don't need to shame it. We can just say, oh, what is this trying to show me? And then the second part of this is that you may be comparing yourself to someone and you may be magnetized to that person for a reason, but there's likely a way that you do it that's different, that's important. What I'm saying is that while you may be following coaches or mentors or healers or online shops or whatever it is that you want to create in the world. And you may be looking at them thinking, holy shit, they can show up so confidently. Holy shit, they can show up and they don't feel any of these things or whatever that story is. Or this person just holds massive space. This person brings these people together in such a beautiful way. This person does these incredible healings and oh my gosh, I feel so activated after them. I'm never going to do that. And here's the reality. You're not meant to. You need to find what in you is different, what in you you've been gifted, what in you you're not realizing that you already do without even thinking about it, and realize that that's what the world needs. They don't need that other person. And I know you've heard this a million times before, but the world does not need more Shelby Roses. The world does not need more Tony Robbins. The world needs more people who are showing up as the authentic expression of self. No, we don't need another me. We don't need another whoever you're comparing yourself to. We need you. And here's why. Your soul came here with a set of codes and experiences and gifts. And that does not make you special does not make me special, does not make anyone special to have these certain experiences, this certain voice, this certain way of showing up that doesn't make anyone special. It just means that that's what you came here with and that's how you're meant to serve. And here's the thing, your way of serving, I, one of my mentors shared this beautiful example. She had a client who was a janitor And he was lit up by being a janitor. She said that he was, his sole blueprint came here to help clean the shit up, keep things organized, be that person who keeps things clean. That's his sole mission and gift. I'm not saying that's what your sole mission and gift is. I'm saying there's a thing that you love to do. There's a thing that you do really well without even realizing it. There's a thing that you're just naturally gifted at, or you have the life experiences that have shaped you into the person who can do something really well. And you're not seeing it because you're looking at other people. You're not seeing it because you're trying to be someone else. You're not seeing it because you're too close to yourself, right? Like you're too close to the the bullshit. 
You got all the other stories running that you can't even see yourself clearly. So again, this is a lot of the work we're going to do in It's in the Vibes is around getting clear on what it is you actually do here because I think it's so important for us to sell and share and show up and do what we came here to do to know, like we know, like we know that we can be of service. But the second part of this is that you're likely not going to believe it's true about you until you show up and do it. And I know it's annoying. Show up and do it anyways. Show up and do it anyways. Oh, how many times have we heard that? And we stop because it gets uncomfortable. And I don't think that we can flip a switch in ourselves and show up one day and stop feeling like our gifts are not good enough or we doubt ourselves or we compare until we actually show up to do the thing that we came here to do and we realize we're actually really fucking good at what we do and we can own that. It's taken me about a year and a half of mentoring the way that I mentor to feel like, holy shit, I'm good at this. Yeah, I can do this. So I just want to validate that you may not feel good at what you're doing until you actually show up to do it. And it can be really uncomfortable to talk about it, really uncomfortable to share, really uncomfortable to allow yourself to be seen in that way. But if your soul is calling you to something, you have to trust it. So here's another piece of the puzzle. I know there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle, but there's just so many things that we can look at this and so many different angles we can look at this from. And I know there's multiple of you listening that are going to need a different angle. So another facet of this is that sometimes we as the healer, the mentor, the space holder, the therapist, the whatever that may be, give ourselves too much credit. Oh yeah, we're going there. (laughs) What do I mean by this? We are putting all this pressure on our human self to create a transformation to know all the answers, to hold all the space, to do all the things, when the reality is, is that it's not really you doing the things. And what do I mean by that? You are a soul in a human body. Your soul is connected to infinite wisdom the collective, God, angels, universe. And while your soul carries a unique set of codes, frequencies, experiences, that will likely shift the soulmate clients that you are here to serve, that will shift them just by them being in your energy and you working together and you collaborating together. It's not you creating the transformation. So why are you putting all this pressure on yourself to be perfect, to be better, to be something that someone else is doing? You see, 
every time I sit down to work with someone, I'm very clear I'm not the one creating the transformation. And that takes all the pressure off me. Because my human self doesn't have to know the answers for my clients. My human self doesn't need to know how to read the frequencies in the room. My human self actually doesn't know how to do those things. My soul, my spirit, and God, angels, universe work through me. Same thing is happening for you, whether you're aware of it or not. When your clients are getting the most massive transformations, you are allowing higher power to work through you. When your ego is sitting in the driver's seat telling you you're not good enough, you're not showing up enough, your gifts aren't, aren't XYZs, then you can say, oh, my human self is driving the ship. God, angels, universe, can you put my ego to the back so I can show up to be of service? So the, a big reason why we doubt what we do is because we haven't actually owned the fact that we're not the ones doing it. And while our souls carry a unique frequency, while our human self shows up to do the work, it's not us creating the transformation. It's your clients. It's your clients and you're there to hold space for them and to guide them back to truth when, they get, when they've strayed. You don't need to know all the answers for your clients and you won't. You shouldn't. You should be able to guide your clients back to their own answers guide your clients to their own intuition. You're not here to have the answers for everyone. I think a lot of people, when they show up in the coaching space or they show up in the mentorship space or they show up in the spiritual community, think they have to have the answers to everything. And I sure did. I was like, if a client came to me and they wanted answers, I have to know. I have to, I have to, I have to know how to respond to them. And it created this energy of, I have to be perfect. And the reality is, is that I don't know any answers for my clients they know their own answers and they've just forgotten that they know the answers and, or they just like myself need someone to hold space for them so they can get there themselves. What you have to do in the world is important. It's not like anyone else. And the last thing I want to say is that sometimes you are comparing yourself or looking to someone or looking at their content and you're thinking you need to be more like them on a conscious or subconscious level, sometimes this happens subconsciously, where you're like, oh, I just love what they do. I love the content they're creating. I love what they speak about. And what's actually happening is it's, yes, they're reflecting something back to you, but there actually might be something in their work that you're meant to do differently. And you trying to show up like them, show up in how they sell and how they share and how they market and how they teach and how they coach and how they mentor is actually taking away from your gifts. And, and that's something that's just coming through. If you're looking to other people constantly, it might be time to put on blinders and you may have to do this for a period as you're starting to not look at everyone else's content. Stop going on social media Start creating because sometimes it can get so overwhelming, especially a lot of you are empaths listening to this. If you're going on social media or you're listening to this podcast, I love that you guys listen and I love that I get to serve you. But if you're sitting here listening to this all day and you're not connecting to your own messages, your own higher self, your own wisdom, it can be really easy to compare because you don't actually know who you are. 
how much time are you spending with yourself, connecting with yourself, connecting with your messages, connecting with your wisdom versus connecting with other people's? Because sometimes we compare when we don't know who we are and we're trying to figure it out looking at other people instead of looking at ourselves. <sighs> That's a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so a little bit of a smackdown at the end there that was coming through from source. So did not plan to say that. Um, but I want to validate that this is normal, that you don't need to be ashamed of when you're in comparison, that it may just be that there's, it's, it's like, instead of using comparison as a bad thing, just use it as a, what is this trying to show me? Asking for that guidance, setting those intentions, realizing that maybe there's something within them that you have within you that you haven't been showing up for. Or maybe all this comparison is a way for you to distract from what you're actually meant to do because there's fear around what are people going to think or it's going to be really hard or it's uncomfortable to be seen, right? Sometimes the action is the answer. Sometimes that action clears up all that funky energy because you're if you're in comparison and you're in freeze. Yes, there may be inner work to do, but also it may just be that you have to keep putting one foot in front of the other, even when you don't believe it's true for you. So you can actually build the confidence. Confidence comes from life experiences. I can say that from personal experience, the hardest shit I've gone through is what has made me more confident. And it seems counterintuitive, like as if this past year's experience and everything that happened should make me less confident. It's made me more. If you guys don't know, this past year I had a really traumatic situation around my own gifts, around being of service with others, around showing up and being seen. And Sometimes we have to go through experiences and show up for those experiences so that we can actually prove to ourselves how strong we actually are, how confident we actually are, how, how we do things differently, how we see the world differently is actually our own gift, our own wisdom, our own medicine. I'm going to stop here. I feel like there's more that could come through. This is a topic that we could go on for hours. There's so many facets and levels and layers to this. Again, if you're really struggling to shift the energy on your own, there's an open invitation for you to get in on It's in the Vibes over the next week or, two, or, or the next day. Oh my God, it's, sorry. The next week or two is now when I'm recording it. One more day. Today is the last day to get in on that. But if you are feeling called to work with me, I do um, quantum healing sessions a couple times a month. May, there might be a few less. So if you're feeling called to those, reach out. Um, we can see if we can get something coordinated for you and that's really about clearing the energy is and the frequencies that are running in your field, those patterns and programs that you're like, no matter what I do, no matter how much inner work I do, no matter how much I show up and take the action, I still feel like there's this energy in running in my field. And we can go in and we can clear some of that in up together. I also have a few spots opening up for the frequency in May where we do a lot of this work around business and around energetics. And if you're feeling called to that, you can go ahead and get your application in now. All this is going to be linked in the show notes. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for your healing. If you guys ever have questions, you can shoot me 
your questions on Instagram. I'm also going to be having a phone text message service coming soon so that I can communicate with you guys that way and answer any questions you have through that. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys have for feedback, what you want to hear more of and what you think of the show. So please go ahead and rate and review the podcast if you have not already. And thank you for being here.